Hello again, this is attorney Sean McLaughlin, and I'd like to welcome you to Law for Life, a program designed to provide useful information about the law as it relates to real-life situations and from a Christian or biblical perspective as appropriate. Law for Life is sponsored by Trinity Law, a local law firm available at 1-866-464-5297 or online at yourlawfirmforlife.com. This is attorney Matt Mangus, and uh, joining me today for uh, a series of programs we've had uh, going on about uh, employment law uh, is attorney Sean McLaughlin. Uh, Sean McLaughlin practices throughout uh, South Central Pennsylvania in the area of employment law uh, and has for about 25 years. Sean, at the end of our last program, we started talking about workers' compensation. Uh, and we talked a little bit about uh, what uh, an employee can and cannot recover uh, during or when they make a claim for workers' compensation. So let's uh, jump in. How do you make out a workers' compensation case so that the employee can get payments for the wages and medical? Yeah, I'm glad you made that clarification. Uh, just to be clear, if you didn't hear last program, there are two things, if you heard at work, that you can make a claim for. One is wages, and the other one is your unpaid medicals. You cannot make claims for pain and suffering or punitive damages or anything like that. Well, Matt, to your question, in order to succeed in workers' comp, you must show that you have had a work-related injury. Now, this is key because the injury must be caused as a result of the work you do. It can't be a result of working in the garden or painting or another accident. It must be caused by your job work activities. Well, what if I have a prior injury, uh, like you just said, one of those things? Um, how will that affect my claim? Yeah, you know, that's an excellent question. And the basic answer is this. If your job causes a prior injury or condition to re-aggravate itself, you can make a claim for workers' comp coverage. For example, if you had a car collision five years ago and you injured your lower back, but then you return to work and you work without problems for the next five years and then had low back problems again, the question will be for the workers' comp judge whether your job re-aggravated the low pain situation or instead whether your low back pain would have occurred no matter what you were doing uh, or where you were. And so this distinction uh, is very important. This would be called a reoccurrence, not a reaggravation. So if the low back pain was going to happen or reoccur, no matter what you were doing, whether you were working or not working, at home watching Oprah or whatever, the workers' comp court will decide that your pain is not a work injury at all and you will not get any benefits. Again, if it was just going to happen someday, no matter what you were doing. So in all of the areas we've talked about in employment law, you've kind of described the process of how you go about making a claim. Can you do that for us with respect to workers' comp? Well, first you need to file a claim petition with the Workers' Comp Bureau, and this will state, the petition will state the basics of your injury, the date of it, how you notified your employer, and so on. Now, it's important to fill this claim petition out right or correctly because what you say on it can affect your future claim. After you file your claim petition, the employer will then respond by filing their answer to your petition, and they'll generally deny what you've said in your claim petition. Okay. Well, who represents the employer in a claim like this? Well, employers are required to purchase workers' comp insurance to provide for injured workers. So failure to do so can result in fines and, in some cases, jail time, though that's rare. So when there is an injury, the workers' comp insurance company will provide attorneys to defend the employer before the workers' comp judge. Now, these lawyers are very good, and in many cases, it's all they do. Case after case, day in and day out, they just do workers' comp defense, and so they know how the game is played quite well. 
Okay, so we have the petition filed by the uh, uh, worker and then the employer's answer. What happens next? Well, the case is assigned to a workers' comp judge, and the first hearing will eventually be held. And there typically are several, if not to say many, hearings before the matter is going to be resolved. But at the first hearing, Matt, the employee normally puts on uh, his testimony about how the incident occurred, the, the dates of notification, the treatment, and so on like that. The employer and the insurance company's attorney will have an opportunity, of course, to cross-examine the injured worker at that first hearing. Okay, so that sounds pretty limited. Uh, what happens after that first hearing? Well, as I said, there are going to be multiple hearings, and what I'd like to do is talk a little bit next time about how that process unfolds. Thank you, Sean. We want to remind the audience that nothing said on this Law for Life program is intended as legal advice, as each person's situation is different. If you have a legal need, please see an attorney. You can freely listen to today's program or any past program or series on our website, yourlawfirmforlife.com. That's yourlawfirmforlife.com. Just click the Resources tab. Inquiries about the program can also be directed to the local law offices of Trinity Law, toll-free 1-866-464-LAWS. That's 1-866-464-LAWS.